Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And now, it's Cho time! Vahini Mekyonimana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the glee club. Before we get started on this week's episode, Keith and I have a little announcement to make. Over the years, Enchanted Tiki Talk has strived on giving you the best content we can. From amazing interviews, Disney vacation tips, Disney history, and other magical fun. Many friends and family have come through the hut and shared their passion for this magical world with us. To continue to bring you the very best content we can, Keith and I are in the process of refurbishing this show. Kind of, you know, Enchanted Tiki Talk under new management or old management or, or, or whatnot. But uh, unfortunately, Matt and Scott are no longer going to be actively involved with the show. We have loved our time with them in the hut, and we will forever thank them for their contributions that they have given to us. They will always be part of the Tiki family. And thank you all for being part of our journey, and we are so excited for the future of Enchanted Tiki Talk. So with that, uh, we're not ending the show, at least uh, not the not currently. There's no plans to. Uh, I guess Keith and I are sort of doing um, not one last hurrah per se, but uh, we're <laughs> going. Uh, Keith and I, Keith and I, just felt that our time hadn't come um, to end our podcasting while Matt and uh, Scott have decided to move on and 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 spend more time with family. Uh, you know, as, as life has gotten in the way, we uh, Keith and I have no lives, so we've decided to uh, stick it out a little bit more. As sad as both of us, you know, um, to see uh, uh, Scott and Matt kind of move on, we're both extremely excited for the the future. We have some things that are kind of in our planning stages right now that uh, hopefully uh, announcements will um, will follow shortly and stuff. So um, this is bittersweet for us. But the future um, is very bright for the show. I think that the show uh, will um, continue to be uh, like a one-stop shop for all of your Disney fun. So uh, I thank you for sticking with us. And um, I hope that you will uh, will love the things that we have in store as much as we do. And this doesn't mean you might necessarily never see Matt or Scott on the show ever again. Uh, you know, there's certainly a possibility that they'll they'll come back they'll come back on for an episode here or there. But uh, stay tuned for the future. And and like he said, thank you for being with us for so many years as we're coming up on our five year anniversary. So uh, 
with that, uh, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. You are in for a treat this week as it's another adventure in the Tiki Hut, and Keith isn't here, so that's even better. There's only three of us and no special guests. Sorry that Keith can't make it yet again, but uh, he's, um, you know, partying hard at the old people home. (laughs) (laughs) Too much Metamucil for him. Probably so. Bingo's a hot topic now. Yeah, it's like Wednesday bingo night. He's got to find their teeth when if they fall out. So, <laughs> all right. So get this to get this week's episode started off. I'm going to ask a couple trivia questions to you guys. In 1971, what was the price of an adult mission to Walt Disney World when it opened? Uh, seven fifty. Ten dollars. Three fifty. <laughs> Three dollars and fifty cents. And then you had to buy the ride tickets after that, right? right. Yes, correct. Yeah. So what what is the amount of turkey legs that are consumed at the parks every year? Um does that count the ones that come back up after people have eaten one? No one gets rid of them. I guess not. Twelve million. No. Not even close. Uh, 1.2 let's million. Go 5,347. No, not even close. 1.6 million. Approximately. Oh, which, by the way, I know we talked in an episode or two ago that last time I had one was like January. They were 1175. Uh-huh. When I was at Epcot. Yesterday, they're twelve fifty now. Really? When I moved here for school in two thousand five, they were five bucks. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's uh, not worth it. That's a lot. You said they were how much to begin with? When I moved here in two thousand five, I was paying five dollars for them. Yeah, that wasn't worth it either. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your Dole Whip was like two fifty then. It was like a quarter. What was the approximate? purchase price of Walt Disney World land when Walt paid for it. The entire 43 square square miles? Right. Uh, like 15 million. I'll say 19.5 million. Nope, it's five mi- about 5 million. Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's see. Walt Disney World averaged about 10,000 visitors per day when it first opened in 1971. What's the approximate amount of visitors per day now? At Just Magic Kingdom? Uh, no, Disney World in general. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Doesn't say. Well, we'll know based on the answer. 55,000. That's Just Magic Kingdom then. That's Hollywood Studios for the year. <laughs> yeah. Approximately how many pairs of sunglasses are lost and found each day in Disney? 43. Um, 25. About 200. <laughs> uh, let's see. I wonder how many cell phones. Oh, that's a good question. I'm sure it's got to be at least 25. Got to be. 
approximately how many hamburgers are sold in Disney oh, World? Sold. Quick service. Annually? Yeah. How many hamburgers? Um, 12 million. No, that's probably too low. 37 million. 10 million? Huh. Really? Yeah, that's what it says. How many tractor loads of decorations does it take to deck the halls in Walt Disney World? All of it to deck out. 500. 750. 175. That was my next guess. Oh. <laughs> How many round trips to the moon would the Walt Disney World Railroad have completed since 1971? Enough mileage-wise, how many miles? An equivalent of trips to the moon, so about two hundred and thirty-four thousand miles to the moon. How many round trips do you think the monorails have done since nineteen seventy-one? Monorails or the train around Magic Kingdom? Monorails. No. Mm, Fifty. Not that high. Um. 32. Ooh, Matt, 33. Woohoo! That's pretty good. I was going to go a lot higher until you told Scott that was too high. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of miles. Let's see, what else can I find here? Um, Mickey Pop-tart? is more of a fashionista than Minnie Mouse. How many outfits does he have in his closet? 300. Very, very close. 297. Is this like you would see him around the parks in? or Just like, like total, like worldwide. Um, let's go with 325. 290. How many mini wow. does mini have approximately? 350. Five. <laughs> she has about 200. Wow, I thought she'd have more. Interesting, some interesting uh, trivia right there. And Is that out of your book again, or no? It's just stuff I found online. Oh. So, right with that, I'm going to take a quick break. It's the Mickey Mouse Magic Kingdom. There's a lot of fun around. Will you take me to the Magic Kingdom? Sure, Daddy. Let's ride the monorail. Hi, Mickey Weevil. Hi, Donald Weevil. In the Mickey Mouse Magic Kingdom, Weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. Here comes Mickey Weevil down the Weevil slide. I caught him in the teacup ride. The Mickey Mouse Magic Kingdom. There's a lot of fun around. Mickey Mouse's Magic Kingdom. New from Romper Room. Assembly required. Welcome back from our quick break right there. And this week on this show, we're going to talk about... Basically, we're going to talk about what rides in Walt Disney World are not worth the wait. It could be a short wait. It could be a long wait. For the most part, I think it's going to be more in the long, long wait category. At least for me, anyway, for the most part. But there's always everybody's always has an attraction somewhere that feels that... Waiting five minutes is just too long for this attraction. So I'm curious to see what ideas you guys have come up with. I know I have a few things. Scott, why don't you uh, tell us something? Well, I've said it from the beginning. I, Unless I've got a fast pass for Peter Pan, I'm not waiting for that ride. 
What is your cutoff on that one? I would say my cutoff in general for most any ride is probably 15 to 20 minutes posted. See, I can I can definitely do longer than that. I don't have I don't have a problem going longer than that. You're not going to get 15 20 minutes for Disney anymore for the most part. So I'm more in the 30 to 45 minute category for most attractions. Peter Pan even I, I see I don't know like with young kids I, I just can't see waiting around for the 60 plus minute long wait that there are at that attraction no. and a lot of times it's more in the 80 minute category for the most part I just can't see waiting with young kids to go on that attraction uh, but I haven't been the I haven't been on the queue so I don't know what that's like I don't know if there's a lot of turns inside there I have no idea so and I don't know how interactive it is I've I, I honestly I haven't seen a picture or video in like two years of it, so I don't even know what it looks like. So I, I can't really compare, uh, c- comment too much on that. But Peter Pan, yeah, I and mean, that's 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 probably more in the thirty-minute category for me. See, it, it, thirty minutes. As I was say, it depends. Even if I don't have kids, rides like your older rides, like Peter Pan and Small World, that have all these switchbacks and everything, uh, I can't do those so it's going to be a much shorter wait time for me as opposed to say like splash mountain where the queue kind of wanders and meanders all over the place so um yeah peter pan i mean i'm, I'm probably more like scott if it's more than 15 minutes i'm you know i'm, I'm not waiting well and i'll add to that I, I say 20 to 30 minutes but exactly what you're saying matt it also depends on the attraction and what the queue is like if the queue has a lot of outside or where it's at least not air conditioned it's going to be a lot shorter if it's something where a lot of it is indoors you're going between rooms um and you really can break it up i can see doing you know maybe up to 45 minutes yeah maybe yeah we'll say the what they to a degree what they play in the queue too like with buzz i, I can't wait long for buzz because once you get in the <laughs> building drums. Well, not necessarily the drones, but that alarm that goes off like every what two minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't do that. That's just annoying. True. So sticking with mine inside the Magic Kingdom as well, I'm gonna say Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and a lot of times that's a minimum of an 80 minute wait. Now, during the day, there's no chance I'm waiting on that line if it's that long, because there's just on a hot day, it's just with the sun beating down on you. Even if there's a little bit of shade and you're standing in front of one of those fans, it is just so hot until you get inside to where the queue area is. It just it just takes forever. Now, if it was nighttime, it'll be a little bit different story. I might wait. I might. I might. Might. Might wait 60 minutes if I really have nothing else going on. And it's at the end of the night. But for the most part, I am not waiting that long for that attraction. And see, that's one that I've never been on without a fast pass. So I've never even seen the standby queue for that ride. Yeah, same for me. It's it's a standby queue. I mean, there's there's like once you get inside the building, there's a few things that will hold your attention. And it's nice. But for you to get to that point waiting 30 minutes just to get to there, it's not worth it. But even when in your queue, there's just not enough going on. So... It's, it's hard to even justify spending 30 minutes to wait 
because it's not. I mean, listen, all the Disney attractions for the most part, the attractions are no more than two minutes long. So right. you just spend an hour for a two minute long ride. That's a lot. Yeah, one very similar to that is for me, Little Mermaid. Uh, you you stand in this line and you get drizzled on by the waterfalls and everything and you get all the way up to where the little interactive crabs are and everybody huddles around one and then either clogs the line up or people are stepping on your toes and getting in your way and it's like as soon as you get there then you move inside and you gotta wait longer and there's nothing to do once you get inside that building so that's another one where maybe 30 minutes I'll wait um it's definitely not going to be any longer than that. The most I've ever waited on that one is 25 minutes. And I, you know, I did experience the same thing where people just stop and play with the crab. And I, I think I've only played, tried to play with one of the crabs once, but I just feel so bad that the line, usually it's always when the line starts moving. So I just keep going. If I have, if I would happen to be stuck in front of it, I would do it. But other than that, I'm not going to just stop to play with the crab. Yeah, it's like I feel bad because you got all these kids around. I'm like, well, I'm not going to keep these kids from playing with it, so I'll just watch them or whatever. So I don't, you know, the few times that I think with the first time we rode that ride, it was like a 45 minute wait. And yeah, I will not do that again. No. So is there anything else other than seems like we're all hanging out in Fantasyland? Um, (laughs) Well, I'll bring one up that this is like one for me is fantastic. Now, the thing I don't get about like Fantasmic is people line up to line up before it even before it even opens. Yeah, right. It used to be a lot worse than it is it is now, but people will line up an hour ahead before it opens, and then it doesn't start for another hour, hour and a half, or whatever it's going to be. I don't get that. I don't understand waiting an hour before, and then an, you're, you're killing two two and a half hours of you could be doing something else in the park i don't understand that okay so you want to get a good spot in there but now at this point i've seen the show so many times i don't care if i'm on the left or the right i would love to be in the middle but i don't care anymore now if it was 15 years ago i would have i would have might have waited online for a little while to get in there but once you sit in there that's it those chairs are so the seats are so uncomfortable there's no air movement the lines to get snacks take 20 minutes, so it's not a fun atmosphere when you, once you're inside. There's actually been a couple times waiting to get in. Uh, my wife has got started to get like claustrophobic, and we've had to just be like, you know what, this this isn't worth it, and step out. So yeah, I, um, I mean, where you just you get all huddled in there, and they start pushing you together, and then once they open the gates, it's just like you know herding cattle through there it's it's ridiculous to get in there and like you said the bleachers are not comfortable and you get people walking back and forth and beating you in the back of the head with bags and people sitting in front of you with backpacks on and it's yeah it's just not it's not fun waiting that you know two hours before the show starts or whatever no it's not well and you can probably even go up there like five minutes before the show starts and still get a seat too for the most part yeah depending on the time of the year I think we timed one of our one of the last times we did that, it was maybe a half hour before start, and we walked right in. Now we were on the far right-hand side, which still wasn't a bad view. Right, but we right. walked right in and sat down and didn't have to deal with all the, you know, the hassle and everything. So, yeah, it, it, yeah, it is like Sean said. Depending on the time of year, it is possible just to to wait and miss all that. Well, if you want to stay in Hollywood Studios, like Toy Story, 
Midway Mania is another one that, even with the third track and everything else, is... Don't get me wrong, it's a fun ride, but another one that I wouldn't wait a whole long for. The very first year that it was open when I was there, um, we had rode it a couple times and I had fast passes for it, but I, for some reason I just wanted to see Mr. Potato Head, and we stood in line, I think it was almost 75 minutes, and wow. it, it, it was... I knew what I was getting myself into. I was kind of one of those things. I was like, well, maybe they've got it for 75 minutes and it's not quite that long. It was every bit of 75 minutes and it was not worth it just to see Mr. Potato. <laughs> yeah. That's I, the one thing I've never understood about that line was that how come it was never interactive. That's like right. the perfect attraction that should have been interactive for kids and adults. There's so much that they could have done. I mean, you could have put in claw machines in there for for anything, or or color stations using using your finger and coloring things, you know, to, to make it seem like it's uh, Andy's room. Anything, anything they could have done, and there's nothing, nothing at no. all. Dance things on the sky using projectors. I mean, you see things in the mall where they have things on the floor using projectors, and you play games. You couldn't do anything like that. I mean, something. Interactive board games for the big ones on the wall. Right. Anything. You know, have Scrabble, like, have people, groups of people to play Scrabble where you can, I don't know, something. I mean, they got to figure something out. So it'd be cool to have, like, you know, an Etch-A-Sketch or something, and you can move your hands and kind of draw on it or something. Right. Anything. I mean, what if they sold, I mean, you know, like, Universal Studios got the, the Harry Potter wand. So you're right. telling me like Disney couldn't have come up with something similar to that where they could have put in games on in the queue where if you had one of those, just say it's a wand, Mickey's wand or something like that, Mickey's finger, and you could play games like that and you could play Etch-A-Sketch using that. There's so many things that they could do. I mean, and that's something that I would buy if I was going to be able to play on the queue using a magical pen, you know? Right. It would be just like Pal Mickey. It would be around for a year or two and then they'd discontinue it and you wouldn't be able to do it anymore. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or Pal Mickey. Yeah. But yeah, Toy Story, that was on my list. That, that's something that that line, it visually, you know, walking through, that's fun to see that. But after you've seen it for about five minutes, you're like, okay, let's get on the ride. Maybe three right. minutes, you're like, okay, let's go. Another one similar to that is Rock and Roller Coaster. I mean, that that line is brutal. Yeah, it's painful, especially when you're in that ramp going up the outside of the building. So you're in just a steady incline, and then you get in and get to listen to people like play with the marble door, and (laughs) oh, oh, that gets on my nerves. Oh, it just gets on my nerves listening to people, and everybody has to touch it, everybody has to slide their hand on it, and yep. But again, there's there's nothing in the queue. I mean, there's just nothing to, to hold your attention other than, you know, those posters for concerts. I don't even know if they're really, you know, real bands or if they're dated or, or what, but it's just, there, there's just nothing there. Well, at least yeah. now that there's certain sections where it uses your magic band and it puts your name in there. See, so yeah, it's been so long since I've actually gone through the actual queue. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, because like I saw, whatever it was, it was... Um, one of the bands was performing in I don't remember what the poster was but it said like Ogdensburg, New Jersey and that's where my friend was from Fred, Fred was uh, from and so it showed we're like looking at like 
Holy cow. Fred missed it, it, though. He was sleeping. He was pretty much sleeping, yeah. So, <laughs> Or maybe it said his, his name or whatever. It was Fred. It was his name, Fred. And this girl goes up to us and she goes, is yes. your name Fred? It was the, the yeah. like, couple in front of us or whatever. Yeah, and like and, we're kind of creeped out. And then they saw us out. again later. Yeah, we're like creeped out. Like, how did she know his name? <laughs> you know? Like, Fred's, Fred's like this creepy old man and this girl's like like 20. So, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. Uh-huh. So this one's gonna get uh, Scott up in arms. Flight Here of passage. Here we go. Flight of passage. I don't get it. I don't get these two, three, four hour long waits for an attraction. For okay, I I can understand opening weekend. Yes, I can understand wanting to go there, be one of the first people to experience that. Yeah, I can understand that. But. As a year, you're year into it, and you're still seeing two, three hour long waits. I don't get it. I just, I, I can't, I can't go three hours without peeing. So, <laughs> I don't know if we can wait online that long. Well, and I think that's it's a very good point. I think a better way for me to really answer any of this is look at what the average posted wait times, and that's where would I do it or not? Flight of Passage is a perfect example. Would I wait three hours for it? Absolutely not. Would I wait for that ride? And again, this goes back to what I said with the the queue and the different rooms and everything else. I would wait 60, 90 minutes probably for that ride just because of what the ride is and the standby queue for that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, a, a three-hour wait. Now, granted, we waited three and a half hours for Navi River Journey, the grand opening day, which is another one that I'll just tie into that. I, standby-wise, I don't think it's worth more than probably 10, 15 minutes on that one just because there is no queue to right, that. Right. But Flight of Passage, just because of how massive that queue is and seeing everything to it, I think it's worth seeing a little bit longer just because there's more to enjoy for that queue. I would do 60 minutes. I would That I would do, but anything longer than that, I don't think I would do it. Yeah. And Matt can have an opinion on it because he wasn't able to ride it, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. Flat Matt did. Yeah, Flat Matt did. And he's not he talking. Can't, he can't talk, so. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he did hear his opinion, you know. Well, what about... I know it's kind of enjoyable once you get inside the Tree of Life, but what about it's tough to be a bug? I mean, you're talking about being outside. I mean, at least they put the net up so you won't have any you know, limbs being dropped on your head anymore, but... <laughs> But I mean, that's that's horrible standing in line. I mean, it's cool to be able to see the tree and pick up some of the animals and stuff, but you literally are baking in the sun the whole time until you get inside the theater. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it's so hot. I mean, it's Animal Kingdom hot. Right, yeah, exactly. That's the terminology. There's no room. air movement down there. No, uh-huh. I think even yeah, there's, there's fans that they have are like in reverse, and it's actually just sucking the air out of there. I, I right. think so. That's what I won't do if it's posted more you know 10 minutes even is probably a max on them just because at least if it's 10 minutes you're probably guaranteed at least go inside the tree where it's a little bit cooler because the show's getting ready to go right yeah yeah if you're standing outside or anything that's it's just brutal so i have an, another one that kind of irks me with the long lines and that's test track and yes one thing that bothers me when that has the long lines is 90 you know you'll see 90 minutes a lot of times where I wouldn't even take a chance in waiting in line for 90 minutes there because chances are it's going to break down. Break down. <laughs> storm will come up. Yeah, storm is going to come up. It's going to break down. 
and you're going to have to leave. Okay, they're going to give you a fast pass for later on to use somewhere else. But holy cow, and you try to get on the fast pass line when after the ride comes back up, and you're going to be waiting an hour on the fast pass line. It's crazy. So it's 8.59 p.m. on Wednesday. Test Track right now has a posted 145-minute wait. Really? The park closes in one minute. It must have broke down. Unless it's Well, they inflate that towards forward, the end of the still. night, too. But still, it's the highest... It is the highest wait time of any attraction in Disney World right now. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. wow. But that's not that I've... I can't even tell you the last time I ever did stand by that. It was probably Test Track 1.0 back that's, in like early 2000s. Yeah, that's the last time I did stand by there. Every time I've done it, it's been fast, fast, unless it. I'm trying to think, did I catch it one time with my son? No, we've had fast passes every time I've, I've done it with him. So, so yeah, it, it was back when the original version, before I walked wow. through the, the queue of that one. And I couldn't stand that queue. Because I'd always would get stuck right beside the. What was it? They were like testing the. Was it like the seats or something? It had like this big thing that kept slamming down on the seats. And all I said, so I would get stuck there listening to those machines going. <laughs> so I'd walk out there with this like just pounding headache. But right. I, I, I didn't really care for that queue to begin with anyway. Right. But what about right across from that and going to Soren? I mean, I know yeah. that was the first one where they tried an inter- interactive queue, but half the times the screens don't work, and you get people, you know, slapping in the back of the head while they're waving at the screens and stuff. And again, I mean, you're still standing in line for, you know, at least 45 minutes, and that's just to me that one was ridiculous. Yeah, thank goodness that there's an extra theater because the line is it's definitely much more manageable now. But I would, I would, I would not, personally. I don't think I would wait in the standby line for the current version of Soren, but the old version of Soren, I would. And I don't know what they've added something to the queue now, the interactive with your phone or something. I don't know what it is, but at least the one thing Soren has going for it is there is something to let your time go by a little bit quicker. Yeah, I don't know anything about it to be honest. What else in Epcot? Let's see. Um, oh, Frozen. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed the, the attraction, but for no more than it is, that, yeah, I'm not going to stand in line. I mean, I, yes, it's kind of cool once you get inside of, you know, Oaken's little sauna and everything, but other than that, no, it's it's not worth it to me. I'm not going to stand in line for uh, 30 minutes might be pushing it for me. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an attraction that Kelsey likes, so I could be forced to stick around a little bit for a little while I don't think I would do 60 minutes with her because she doesn't have the attention span to do really anything over 20 but mm-hmm. I mean a lot of kids are like that so I, I you know I certainly would wait 30 minutes for it for her to experience it again but 60 minutes I mean I want to get once again it's like over that 30 minute barrier I mean you're just like no, I'm not doing it alright Scott what's your cutoff one that well I was going to say the France movie but it never has a wait so never <laughs> mind <laughs> Nope. All right. So, I mean, we blabbered on about all the things that we thought of. Uh, let's go to see what some of the people on social media had thought of. And um, I'll start here with Twitter. And 
One is Sprinkle Me Diz that goes by Sprinkle Me Diz on Twitter says probably unpopular, but I say Frozen Ever After. And then Julie Whitney Mom eight R O three O six. She's agreed with that. Yeah, we just talked about that. That is certainly something. Uh, that's that is pretty long. It, it can get really long there. Well, the fact that it's so slow moving, and like we said, there's just not a whole lot in there. That, that yeah, it just kind of bottles neck. So yeah. just um, Emily Eastman. Emily underscore Eastman on Twitter says the Robbie River, River Journey. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's once again, that's another long one that has got really, really long lines and it's a short attraction. Yeah, I'll, I'll let y'all go over that one. <laughs> uh, Turkey Leg Jeff says anything over 15 minutes is long to me. And there are very few rides that have that long of a wait that I think are worth it. Tower Everest, Crush's Coaster, and Journey to the Center of the Earth. Well, the last two I've never experienced. Uh, Crush's Coaster's in Paris. I didn't get to do that when it was closed when I was there. And the other one's in Tokyo. Disney Sea, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, Let's see. JMM that goes by at Forever Game 6. Um, no-brainer, Peter Pan. Yep. Yeah, I yep. figured Peter Pan would be on the list quite yeah. a bit. Uh, Blake Mercer, that goes by B. Mercer CPA, says Frozen. The list should begin and end with Frozen. After that, anything with a wait over an hour. See, like, an hour, That's I, it amazes me that some people will stick on an attraction that long. If it was, say, like Splash Mountain... Where it's the you know the attractions actually fairly long and like again you kind of move and the queue you go around it's not just switchbacks all over the place. I, I could see maybe hanging out for an hour on that one. Right. Uh, David McIntosh that goes by Ohio Disney Dad. Not a single one. I'll walk around and people watch before I wait in an hour long line. You got to experience some of the rides. I don't say yeah. There's got to be a cutoff somewhere. I mean he's going to get into. A, an attraction at some point so is it 15 minutes is it 20 minutes right, right. exactly um let's see jeff mullins at jeffrey mo at jeffrey a mullins on twitter seven seven dwarfs mine train fast pass only otherwise it's a long wait for a really short ride big thunder mountain is a much shorter wait for arguably a better ride yeah i mean big thunder mountain especially at night and if the fireworks are going on Big Thunder Mountain, man, that's definitely worth a bit longer wait. I'd agree with that. But the difference between Big Thunder Mountain and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is the Seven Dwarfs is a little more family friendly, where kids a little bit sm- is that a little bit smaller can get on. But yeah, yeah, because yeah, my youngest son was able to get on Mine Train, but he was not able to get on Big Thunder. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a little more. Uh, yeah. Next is Colin and Shauna at CS Road to Disney Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Once again, that's like um, one of those things where like the air movement on when the line is really long and the queue isn't very good. No. But no. There's no air movement there. Way too close quarters for that queue. Yes. Again, just switchbacks. So. Yep. Right. And you're like, oh my god, I got like 18 more to go, 17 more to go. 
<laughs> that's that's the one thing about uh, none of us mentioned, but Safari. You, yeah. you get up there and you're like, oh, I'm getting to get on, and then you realize you've got like, you know, a mile and a half of switchbacks right. before you get on the actual ride vehicle. Yep. And it is outside the entire time. Uh-huh. Next, Kevin Scott that goes by Mr. Salty 3, Navi River. We mentioned that. Um, Christy that goes is Pack Your Pixie Dusk. It might be shorter to say that w- what would you wait in line for, and then how long short is li- short is a line. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let's see how you say that. Uh, Magencita Benitez. Uh, Megan Cita, oh, Megan Cita Benitez. I'm looking at it wrong. The Megan Cita on Twitter. Ride Navi River Journey. It's a cool ride, but I wouldn't wait more than 20 to 30 minutes for it. And wouldn't waste a fast pass on it. Mm, I'd use a fast pass. It's a good ride. Yeah, fast pass. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Shannon, that is at Punzel Bell 28. Soren, we mentioned that. Christy Leash that goes by at Christy LMNT is Small World. Yep, that's that's one of those where that it's you have the switchbacks, but sometimes, man, that line takes forever. Especially if you have to get someone like you have to help them get on and off the boat. Right. Then the boats get all backed up, and yeah, that's right. Uh, that's all I got on Twitter. All right, so we'll head over to Facebook, and we're probably gonna see more of a constant theme again first one comes from Tom Murray said he wouldn't wait more than 20 minutes for the Navi River Journey which three different people agreed to on that one yeah we've got Kenneth Neese said no attraction is worth very long waits someone said in agreement I love the rides but I'd rather just walk around and look at the things other than spend half my day queuing for one thing which is very true Um, next one Heather Watley said Peter Pan Melanie Dixon, the Seas with Nemo and Friends isn't worth a 50-minute wait like it was yesterday. And then a couple of people responded in shock that it was 50 minutes, which is... The one thing I will give that that attraction is it is probably the coldest AC in the world for that queue. Right. So if it's a hot day, you may want to enjoy that 50-minute queue. True. So I would be... I would be... Uh tempted to fall asleep standing in line there it's dark it's cool the music you got playing yeah i could just like just take a nap yeah exactly uh next one andrea roberts said mind train jamie buchanan said 100 times yes to that david andrew frozen after frozen ever after for sure not even worth a 10 minute wait really bring back maelstrom Uh, another one right after matt houston frozen ever after frozen a big winner today yeah Denise Watson, the Navi River, solely disappointing. That's surprising because I, I think it's an incredible ride. I agree. Amanda, maybe because they have Pally a river. Maybe they have to ride it with us. It would be more fun. That's true. <laughs> we make the the enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Um, John Welch, Astro Orbiter, not more than a fifteen minute wait. That's that's a good one. I mean, that's straight switchback before you get on an elevator. And constantly outside, you're not. There's no shade there. Molly Sapp, Mind Train in Mission Space. Monet Massasena, Frozen in Mind Train for her. Maura Sanders, another Cali River Rapids. Michelle Deligniz, Navi River and People Mover. What? People Mover's worth it. <gasps> no. We shall not mention her name ever again. 
this next one's an, an odd one. Troy Ragsdale, the Mark Twain Riverboat. I, don't, I honestly don't know that I've ever seen a cue for that. <laughs> well, I, I guess he's what he's saying is it's a terrible ride. Maybe. James Jamie Price, Flights of Passage, Hater. Um, Sarah Patillo, Peter Pan, Chelsea Goldlin, Golden, Astro Orbiter, Joe oh, Quattrochi, The Navi River Journey. Raina Marie Dorsey, Jungle Cruise. Um, someone then responded in sadness to that one. Destiny Morna, Small World. Phil Slattery, no attraction is worth waiting over an hour for. You can spend $100 a head and end up going on only six or seven rides a day, which is a good way to look at it. Which happens to a lot of people when they go. Gal Disney, long is a relative term. For me, that's anything more than 15 minutes, so I guess none of the rides are worth a long line. Thank goodness for fast passes. <laughs> That's my, my mentality. Um, Mackenzie Vatimo, every attraction is worth it to someone. I waited 45 minutes for Toy Story Midway Mania. Ashley Hyatt says Pandora. Christy Sproul said Soren and Peter Pan. Jennifer Morgan said Peter Pan. Laura Argent Harris said Peter Pan. Maria Gabriel said Peter Pan or Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh, yeah, the Tomorrowland Speedway. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that one's painful. That's, just, that's got torture written all over between uh-huh. switchbacks, exhaust, and the sun. I wonder if they've ever had anybody pass out standing in that line. You got oh, that exhaust sure. and the heat and everything. You I want to know how the cast members don't pass out. Yeah. I mean, I know they wear earplugs, but how do they not just wear like gas masks? <laughs> I don't know. And last one comes from a friend Brian Clackley said Hollywood Studios, all of it. We'll see. Of <laughs> <laughs> That's true. For the most part, right now it is. Yeah. And it's even going to get worse when Toy Story and Star Wars come in. Exactly. Oh, yes. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, it's my turn then. That's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib runner at KingdomStrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at RedBubble.com slash TikiTalkPodcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook and Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram, and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave us a message on Tiki Hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. It's 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at SexyAndDelicious and then uh, MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePros.com. And You're not going to want to look up that Twitter handle. I'm sure it's I'm sure not, not appropriate. <laughs> and um, you may find Keith at I think I'm really sexy, but I'm not a very good cook. That's why I'm picking up Keith off the floor.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Campbell or on Instagram at Scotty Boy. Somebody check that domain, see if it's been used. <laughs> Somebody out there is going to buy it too. Watch, Jesse. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at mholly579. Appreciate everybody listening this week and your feedback. Alan, buddy, it's your turn. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and Matt, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. All right, so let's do some trivia to you guys now that it's 9.15. Every park is open except for Epcot. Let's okay. do wait times. What is the longest posted wait time right now? What a Test track. How long? <laughs> Test track, because it's still 100 and some minutes. Well, posted. Um, I'm going to... I don't think it's Flight of Passage. I think... Okay. Do we know what park is open late tonight? Or are they all open at the same time? Uh, I will tell you that. I say Space Mountain. 
Let me give you park hours just so you know where we're at. Magic Kingdom is open extra magic hours till 1 a.m. Oh, Hollywood Studios closes in 15 minutes, and Animal Kingdom closes at 10, so in 45 minutes. Space Mountain. Um, Pirates. I have no idea why I said that. <laughs> so the longest wait time right now is Flight of Passage. Wow. And it's an hour and 45 minutes. Wow. Second longest. Space Mountain. Space Mountain is actually the third longest at 85 minutes. Oh, man, that's too long. Um, the River Journey. Nope, Mine Train at 100 minutes. Yeah. River so Journey, long. believe it or not, is at a 10-minute wait. Wow, really? Worth it. Welcome to you right after the holidays. <laughs> Worth it. A couple of surprises, which I love. Kilimanjaro Safari, five minutes. Yeah, not surprised. Everest is ten minutes. Small not World, ten minutes. Star Tour is ten minutes. Haunted Mansion, fifteen minutes. Okay. Um, Toy Story Midway Mania, twenty minutes. Tower of Terror is twenty-five. Big Thunder is thirty-five. Splash is forty. Peter Pan is fifty. And Mine Train just changed to 95. Space Mountain stayed at 85. Rock and Roller Coaster now went to 100. And Flight of Passage just stayed at 105. Huh. Pirates is closed. And Buzz Lightyear is closed. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. Also by Trader Sam's Coffee. Why not brew some magic in your home? And finally, Woody's.com. Sunglasses for a glare-free view of the magic. For all of us here... I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.